Well, Broads, I firmly believe that a lot of life's issues can be solved with some good quality shut-eye, but... What happens when you can't quite get the sleep you need? Well, then you need to call in some reinforcements. And lately, I have been loving Calm, the app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. 85 million people around the world are already using the Calm app to help them fall and stay asleep. In the Calm program library, you'll find an endless variety of things to help you drift off. Everything from soundscapes to guided meditations. And there's even sleep stories narrated by some of your favorite voices like Stephen Fry and Kelly Rowland. Oh, when I fall asleep using Calm to, I don't know, Harry Styles or Killian Murphy sweetly speaking into my ear, mm. okay, I fall asleep faster, I stay asleep longer, and I wake up feeling rested and ready to take on the day. So download the Calm app today to experience a complete transformation in the way you sleep. And for listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash chatty. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. library. And new content is added every week. You can get started today at calm.com slash chatty. That's calm.com slash chatty. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, Broads, I mean, what an episode. Episode three, bringing the heat. (laughs) Good morning, Broads. I mean, it was a snoozer last week. It was just a lot of Queen Victoria. And we saw Queen Victoria not get the heat so much this week. And wow. It was bringing the heat. She was bringing the heat. And wow, what a shift. So, I mean, at the very beginning of the episode, we have what is sort of a... Uh, just a precursor to the theme of the episode. We have Sarah fainting. I mean, it's like this is the perfect preamble to what we're about to watch over and over and over again. Sarah having a moment. The stresses are getting to her. Now, I I felt watching this the second that she started to faint. It was like, oh, honey, you just put a target on your back big time. Big time, big time, big time, big time. Because even if the girls are okay with you, you having a rose already and getting just a moment alone with Matt in the middle of the rose ceremony, it's game over. It's absolute game over. Mm -hmm. Well, are you down to just dive into this? There's so much to cover in this episode. Okay, so here's the thing, Broads. On our episode that's going to be coming out on Thursday, we are going to be going over all sorts of Bachelor tea. There was just mm-hmm. so much to cover. We're like, let's just do second episode of the week to yeah, go yeah. over it. There's been so much drama and weirdness happening in Bachelor Nation, so we discuss all that on Thursday, which, by the way, we recorded that episode beforehand. <laughs> we recorded that episode earlier before we watched this, um, but still cover all the drama. Yep. So I say we just talk this yeah, let's, episode. Let's, let's go for it. So in the beginning, we have the end of the rose ceremony where we see some ladies go home, including Mary Lynn. Well, and and by the way, you have this moment, you have this moment when, when uh, Sarah passes out and then Matt James walks out with her that the women are already, re- they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. the troops are restless and we hear Jessenia go, you have to mentally prepare for this or why come? 
Like the women are like, girl. I mean, like, couldn't you just have like a migraine or some shit? That's like, what why I was are thinking. They, like, already assuming. <laughs> like, what? I'm confused. No, I'm, that's what makes me wonder. Has there already been talk? Is she talk? already saying like, I just don't know if I can handle this. Like emotionally, I'm feeling overwhelmed, and then she faints, and then that's why people are rolling their eyes. Exactly. Because it'd be different if you're like, man, I'm just not feeling well. Feeling super lightheaded. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna come for someone so quick if they just pass out. Right, like on the like risers, said, where you're standing there for hours. You lock your knees, and all of a sudden, you know you. You, I, if I would be standing there and I just would have had one thought of a needle, I would have hit the deck. And the you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and the rose ceremony, like at this point, is still really long. So yeah, it's understandable. It's not like a quick 10 minute affair. It's like over an hour. And you're wearing a tight dress, perhaps. Like, I mean, you're swaying. I'm used to the, wearing yeah. sweats. I'm in PJs right now doing my job. OK, I'm used to wearing the sweats now. The PJs yes. you put me in a tight dress. I probably pass out. Too. Right. Um, but uh Oh, but Queen Victoria, she's irritated. She's saying, don't faint. I've never fainted for attention before. So already they're thinking this is there is motive behind this faint. And Sarah's outside in Matt's coat with like a Ness quick or mm-hmm. some sort of like, you know, something that she's sipping on. Matt comes back and I was laughing because he right away says, I'd like to apologize for that. I was just as caught off guard as you were. Like if I would have been Sarah, I would have felt a little awkward. Yeah, it's like a really weird thing to say to all the other girls. <laughs> Just like, so sorry. Um, I was also weirded out by the fact that she passed out. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? It was so random. Rude. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have... Victoria also says that she, Sarah's now worse than Mary Lynn. Yes, yes. And uh, let's see. The, one, the girls who got the roses, we got Kayla, Mari, MJ... Anna, Kylie, Vic, and Victoria ends up getting the rose. Sure, sure, so sure. Mary Lynn is sent home. Um, Kristen Bria sent home. Eliana, Sydney. Um, I think that's it. But um, it was interesting because the tea before, as Mary Lynn was leaving, she says, well, there's drama between other girls in the house too, but no one decided to bring it to Matt but Victoria. Oh, Yes. So the brain, an interesting tidbit. It's you, you're starting to process. It's like what other drama is going on in this house? And I think that this Sarah drama in this episode is the tip of the iceberg. Mm. I think there's other drama amongst other women too, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're gonna really see it all this season mm. because they're stuck in this in this hotel. Sure. And if there's other drama going on, sure, we must know what. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so for this week's dates, Chris comes out to say that Matt agrees that he needs to be pushed. Okay, weird. And he says that he's going to be curating some of these dates. Yes, he says that Matt needs to be uncomfortable. Which, by the way, we see in the rest of the dates, Chris, there's no curation going on except for the minute where he is going to plug his book. Uh, Correct. So basically, I mean, all these women get the group date except for Sarah. Noteworthy. Uh, yes. The girls are speculating on what they're going to be doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i starting to, by the way, Anna's starting to crack me up. She was making me laugh. Oh, I mean, yeah, we ended up lo- really liking her this episode. I, now, I'm not sure when I'm seeing previews of her in the next episode where she's just like, the sugar baby. <laughs> like, I how am, am I going to start to feel No, that? I loved it. The way that she phrased it, she said... Um, she is accepting, like, something like accepting money for being in men's company. Like, she said something very sort of old-fashioned. And her mouth was like this. (laughs) Perhaps 
an escort. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. I don't care how you feel about sex work, whether you support it or not. But if you're going on the show, not being open about the work that you do, that's pretty dishonest. I mean, unless she ends up telling. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, you have yeah. to reveal that right off the top in a relationship. If you're just starting to date somebody. I would say when the implication is that you have a monogamous relationship with someone, yes. Yes, but he is also dating 32 women. Yes, but the premise of the show <laughs> is that you go in looking for a monogamous relationship. Sure, 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 sure. So I'm sure. going to pl- I'm gonna play the other side. We'll, okay. we'll play the two sides. Okay. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but also if this is something she's hearing from, it's, it's a, yeah. possibly a shady situation. Well, Anna does not seem to like it. <laughs> or if anything, Anna seems very excited Elated. by the tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably more what it is. And like, I'm assuming it's one of the new girls that are coming in next week because she's just... And it seems like one or more of the new girls is particularly hated and particularly there's there's tension going on. So yes, that's indeed. another dynamic. Yes, indeed. Well, they're, you know, they hear from Chris Harrison that it's going to be an uncomfortable date and Kit says that, she says, I love being uncomfortable. And I was like, my dear, I don't think you've ever been uncomfortable. <laughs> Shade! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also <laughs> like, if you love being uncomfortable, is that technically uncomfortable? Like, if you're in a situation that you feel comfortable with, then you're not uncomfortable. Fascinating. <laughs> fascinating point. Very fascinating that, that point. qualify as uncomfortable if you're enjoying it. No, I just saw her post from this vast view in this penthouse earlier about... With like being, Grecian columns in the background. Yeah, and I was just like... Making quips about her sweatpants when she's literally in a Grecian, Grecian yeah, resort. Yeah, and I was like... I mean, King, as you refer to yourself, like this is this is not just comfort. Anywho, uh, <laughs> the girls walk in on Ashley reading erotica. And at first we think it's just random erotica and it's like, whoa, spicy. She's going in They're They're immediately walking into the situation. It is it is. I mean, the scene, Becca. It is dimly lit. It looks There's like... There's no light on her face. Like, it looks like a jazz club mm-hmm. or something like that. Like an old-timey jazz club with the erotica. And they're hearing, like, he took off whatever whatever. Like, it was. he grasped her buttocks. Like, the... like the, the um, Yes, he, he clasped, like, his hands up against the... The, yeah, uncovered the flesh of her hindquarters, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Not only is she reading erotica, we then come to find out that it's from Chris Harrison's book. And this is a plug for his book. When I tell you my utter dismay at the fact that now, I'm not dis. There is no dismay that Chris Harrison is plugging his book. If you recall, during all the goat episodes, his book was in the background the entire time. Clearly, not enough people bought it, and they're like, "Let's make this a date." I am the fact that it is mild erotica, Becca. The joy and horror, the the simultaneously the simultaneous joy and horror that I experienced visualizing Chris Harrison in his bedroom quarters. Just transcribing erotica. Is this a ghostwriter situation? But like, why did he pick this as something that he's going to like pursue? It's bizarre (gasps) to me. This is a this is a passion project. (laughs) 
He's not in it for the money. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, guys. Don't get it twisted. Chris Harrison, his face is not on the cover. This is not. He's not in it for the money. He is a, a, a passionate about erotica. This is what Chris Harrison thought he was going to be doing when he took on the position as host for a yeah. love show. Yeah. He thought it would be much more like this and way, way less tame. You know what he could make a shit ton of money on? We started doing erotica about each couple as we were briefly doing. The fanfic. The fanfic. Oh, I mean, what by Chris Harrison? What a what a lost opportunity behind <laughs> the scenes, as if he's on set with them while they met on The Bachelor. I rounded the corner through the veranda, and who do I see? It is I don't. I can't think of anyone. Tasha. It is Catherine <laughs> sprawled underneath Sean's whatever meaty flesh. Meaty. I couldn't think of anything. And, His and blonde it's from thigh that, hair glistening. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Not okay. Not okay. Um, but that, from his perspective as the host, oh my god, walking in on couples on the back. <laughs> He's a boy. It's voyeurism. He's peeking through he's the, the fantasy voyeur. suites. That's why he always gives the key and it's signed from Chris Harrison. And every time he's just like, this is going to be a fantastic chapter. That is horrifying. He's got little peepholes in all the fantasy suites. Oh my God. That is so not okay. And I would so buy a copy. If he did a tell all. I mean, Chris, come on. Reveal it to us. Secrets from the sweets. <laughs> oh my god. The amount of puns. Yeah. The amount of puns. Sweet secrets. Oh. And and then Becca, the fact then that he was present for the reading of the erotica felt did it feel inappropriate? First of all, one thing I noticed is that he was absent when Ashley was reading the erotica from his book. He was nowhere in sight. When she was plugging his book and reading it. Nowhere. Nowhere in sight. Then he was being a voyeur. Yeah, no, he wasn't there because that would be embarrassing if he was just standing there as he's reading her, she's reading his. Just like smelling a rose. <laughs> <laughs> just lounging on the thing, just like, yes, indeed, I did. I did write this. Yes, his quill <laughs> that he's like tickling his own nose with. So, yeah. But then, yeah, he comes out when they write their own erotica, which, by the way, is what the women are doing on this date. They are writing their own erotica. Rachel's like, I don't know what to, how to do this. Wait, do you think that Chris Harrison was absent probably because they didn't want it to be like, poten- like have potential for inappropriate diet? Like, yes. yes, uncomfortable because then Ashley is like then helping them write it. Quip. Yeah, it's just too weird. It's they just knew that the, the, the liability for him hopping from person to Even person. Even though on Claire's season, they had him literally <laughs> stand there while they blindfolded her and made men go up to her and kiss her. It was so, oh my God. I wonder I if he has a chapter about that. that in his book. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, now some of the girls' perspectives. Katie is stoked. She's like, I'm going to introduce him to what I'm into, what I want. She's into it. Katie is like is the, a queen of communication in the bedroom. We love her. She's pretty good at communication she's, overall. She's a fantastic communicator. You know that she has done every course. She has read books on pursuing your sexuality, not feeling shame or guilt, communicating with your partner. We love to yeah. see it. Um, and then 
kit sounds straight up like Nicholas Sparks. Like it's not. It's pretty good, and it's it is pretty <laughs> good. Like the North Carolina breeze or whatever whispers across my shoulders as I gaze out onto the. Yeah, it's like I was just oh, like, oh my god, give me. <laughs> this is what preparatory school does, eh? I'm like, give me a glass of champagne and a veranda, and yeah, I'm very I mean, open to this wow. fantasy. Um, actually, listening to Victoria's was fucking hilarious. It was incredible. Victoria's is completely X-rated. I would actually love to hear Ashley's perspective on yes, all of their all of their erotica. <sighs> Maybe we should get her to call in next week and talk. I would about love that. to hear. Oh, I would love her. to hear some. Yeah, let's. Oh, talk. that's so fun. Okay, um, let's get. I mean, the girls' performances. Look, all in all. I was so impressed by all of them. I mean, no one really shied away. Vastly impressed. And also, I mean, what this was a fun date. I thought it was a fun date. They, oh, yeah. The live audience was, of course, the other girls in the house. Of course, they had to watch. I feel like I would have loved being on this date. Would you have liked to write and read erotica out loud? Yeah, but I don't know. I said to you, I don't know if I would want it like I mean, obviously, they showed it very edited, so I guess I wouldn't care. But my first thought was like, oh, I don't want my like family. Seems- yeah, you just give them a heads up, though. You're like, just don't watch this part of the yeah, episode. That's true. You that's know what true. I mean? I would have been oh, like... I think it would have been so fun, though. Oh, I would have been like, this is my moment. And I would have been so... I don't think I would have gone... I would have done a threesome with Tyler and Matt, is what my erotica would have been. Becca. Or with one of the, no, actually, I wouldn't have done that. Obviously, that's inappropriate, and Matt probably would have feel feel weird about that. But you don't think that he would have thought that was so funny? What if you did it like there was Tyler on Matt action, and it's like a three a buy threesome? I and you walk in on them I and then like, join. I feel that like that would be fun. Listen, I feel like Matt is the type of person. That's what I was thinking when you were saying yeah. it. I feel like Matt is the type of person who would have like Love it. died. I think that was so funny. Pete, Colton, maybe not so much. Pete would think it was Pete fun. Pete would have loved it. Pete would have... Pete is so jealous that he didn't get this date. Pete, Pete is so angry. He's like, but I've been working on my sonnets. My, You know that he, he writes erotica. Oh, I bet he would <laughs> love to hear all of the ladies. Yeah, I bet Matt would be a super good sport about it. Or I would incorporate one of the women in the house. And that would be fun. That would be fun, too. I would be like like one of the girls who's not on the date, you know, who's like watching. Like you're the girl that you've connected with the most in the house. Be like, That's listen, fun. I know my girl who, you know, whoever is going to be totally down with this. Yes. And you're just like, you know, whatever. That That's would be fun. so fun. That That's actually, a great that, idea. That would be fun. But yeah. Well, we didn't talk date. about the fact that Matt went first. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I was getting there. So Matt he was reading it like it was like a seventh grade poetry performance his face was deadpan eyes wide and it was like pausing so he's like <laughs> dramatic effect she smells something coming wafting from the kitchen <clears throat> chocolate cake that was bizarre i was i was not feeling it i was not feeling the fire no but i it was not turning me on like it was all the other women apparently yeah all the other ones is great but no i mean like they were all turned on by his oh yeah but, no but i i did have to be like he was a good sport i felt like he really he took it very seriously he took it very seriously i was like all right oh and chris harrison when he let him he's like okay king please i'm like what is what is chris harrison <laughs> <laughs> deal with Matt James. Okay, King. He is so obsessed with him. Please, King. After he informs all the women that Would you can he be- ever call another bachelor king. I don't think so. Pete? Colton? 
No. Ari? No. Ben? No. Maybe Ben. He would call him Ben's son. <laughs> prince? <laughs> my prince? My heir? King, I know. After Chris Harrison told them that the the um uh that their poems, sonnets, erotica could be risky or ag- as aggressive as they wanted it to be, I was like, mm, inappropriate. <laughs> Keep those comments to yourself. Please keep those comments to you and Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Uh, well, Sarah is starting to observe these women. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She's not doing well. She's, and, she's already not doing well. And Sarah is acting as if... Sarah is acting as if her and Matt have been dating for a year mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, her boyfriend, Matt, says, mm-hmm. I don't want to be monogamous anymore. Mm-hmm. And without her permission, starts making out with people in front of her. Yeah, that's, that is that's, how she was acting. Uh, th- that is that is true. That is that is that is true. We see that develop more throughout the episode. I want to talk quickly about the ladies' different performances. Please. Anna's super fun, so fun. She has her thing the, at the end. She gets the final rose and she comes. That's so funny. To that me. was so funny, and she was the first one to do it too. And that's you yeah. know she set the she set the tone. She did. She was funny. Yes, she was fun. She was comfortable. Brie incorporates stuff about their date, which is a fun touch. Smart move. Uh, Serena's was also good. Loved her outfit. Serena. rocking some sexy black pants. Serena's voice is my most favorite thing in this entire Mm. season. Oh, I know. She's so betchy. I love her. She's super betchy. I love her. Super betch. Let's see. Kayla oh. said some shit that got bleeped out. Yeah, she was talking dirty. Um, and then Rachel, I was actually surprised. We thought that Rachel was going to go up and be like, um, well, yeah. I think we might fall in love and hold hands later. Yeah, no. And she actually did it. She, she was did like, it. my groin fluttered with desire. <laughs> it was like a groin. That's like what my mom used to say, you know? <laughs> mom would be like, stop touching your groin. And I'm like, my groin? That's like, it's like, what? <laughs> Groin always sounded like balls to me, you know? Yeah, groin just always reminds me of um, where when I'm shaving, all my fun little razor burn is all over the sides. Mm, That's your groin area. That's what I always think about when I think about a groin. I just think about razor burn. I just think about like balls and just like the groin area. Just weird. Just a groin. Anyway, Um, hers was fluttering with desire. Hers was fluttering with desire. And then... Katie, oh my God, was incredible. So she, fully explicit, fully explicit. So much bleeping, barely could understand what she was saying at certain points. And then at the end, she wraps it up with a Harry Met Sally type, like uh, uh mm-hmm. climax moment. And the girls are dying. And laughing. he gave her a huge hug after too. I noticed he like, loved it. He did like a big bear hug. He loved it. I like that he's like down for a girl who wants to have a good like who's open and wants to have a good time. He well, doesn't seem to be like uh, insecure about that. At not all. at all. And he even mentioned before Sarah cut off her date later that he made a comment that he was mm-hmm. like I love that you are comfortable and like that you enjoy what it seems to appear to enjoy <laughs> sex and be Do open you like about sucking it? dick. <laughs> We love Quick to question. hear it. We love to hear it, Queen. Um, Victoria's <laughs> after after Katie is is moaning with pleasure and getting bleeped out. Queen Victoria's just like this is vanilla shit. <laughs> She's like he comes in and spanks me, and then I love she did like fake orgasm shade. She she's like 
and he knew it was real unlike his all his uh, past girlfriends or something it was so funny she was great and everyone was just you know it was a good it, all a good time was had by all except Sarah but everyone was just dying laughing and just was just enjoying themselves they said they felt empowered which was yeah it was wonderful it wasn't it didn't feel like anyone felt uncomfortable it felt like everyone felt that they were having a good time and yeah, felt safe open. and it was fun yeah. yeah I will say also that my experience being on The Bachelor like with all those women it is like even though the environment's not ideal a lot of the times it, you do get like I believe in having the the energy of like women around you mm-hmm. that can really energize you and really like give you a new yes. like really elevate your energy I guess is the only way I can describe it and I think 100% felt that coming off of The Bachelor, having five weeks just like stuck with this big group of women sharing just this. like a goddess empowerment. Yeah, even though it was like horrible, you know, some of the time and like we hated each other sometimes. It was still very much, yeah, exactly. Like just like woman estrogen yes. vibes that was actually like good for the soul, yes. nourishing in a way. We don't just get like enough of that. So many uteruses together. Yeah, and the like, red tent kind of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, well, Chris makes some beautifully awkward comment at the end of this. After watching this whole display, you know, he lets the women know that the, the women who were not technically on the date, who were just observing, he's like, well, sorry, you all just got teased and now you have to go home. And I'm just like, Arissa! Inappropriate. I was. Book. I know. I was half expecting him to be like, and I'll be back. Like I'll be there if anyone. <laughs> he was just, just like, definitely. Lauren Zima is was at Nima Colon oh, what, oh when they revealed this because he was so excited to drop an erotica moment oh. from his book, and she is just there waiting for him. It was pretty hilarious to watch both him and Ashley's uh, reactions. It was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, well, the women are losing it. Yes, yeah, Sarah. Sorry, excuse me, not the women. Sarah. Sarah Sarah's is losing all it. beaten up over it. Um, but before we get deeper into that, should we take a quick yeah. little pause? Um, well, broads, here's the deal. I may not have any cats, but I have heard and I have seen via my family that they can get dust everywhere from that litter box. But apparently that's not the case anymore, thanks to Pretty Litter. Is that right, Becca? Oh, that's right. I, for those of you who don't know, I have I have two cats. I also thought I would be stuck to a stinky litter box forever. But then I discovered Pretty Litter, and it's honestly the best thing. If you've got indoor cats, it basically makes it seem as though you don't have indoor cats. It's made with ultra-absorbent crystals that instantly trap odor, and they last for up to a month. This means you'll never be hit with an unexpected whiff of something gross. <coughs> Bless you, or have those sneezes, the sneezes with the dust. The, I was imagining the litter dust. That's that made me sneeze. My dad used to be just sneeze-fest constantly, yeah. him and my sister, and now they use the pretty litter, and there's no more sneezes. Yeah. And and look at I was just about to talk about the <laughs> dust. Um, that's no longer an well, issue with there. pretty litter. Their litter is made from a super light crystal base that minimizes mess and dust, so you'll never again find yourself scrubbing kitty litter off your floors. But here's the best part, broads. Pretty litter changes color to help detect early signs of potential illness, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Uh, Cats are notorious for hiding when they don't feel well, so this is a huge peace of mind that your furry friend is in perfect health. Do what I did and make the switch to Pretty Litter today. Get 20% off your first order by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code CHATTY. That's prettylitter.com, promo code CHATTY for 20% off. prettylitter.com, promo code CHATTY. 
Oh, broads, 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 you know we love you, which means when you find when we find something good, we have to share it with you. You know those people who always pretend that they can't remember whether they got something or where they got something when someone asked them? Mm. Nope, not us. But yeah, that's rude. If we find something that we love, you better believe we're telling you about it, which is why we will never, ever, ever stop talking to you about Fab Fit Fun. It's pretty great, isn't it? Our felt, singing and the box. felt so good to sing that again. Well, if you don't know, FabFitFun is the premium subscription box that delivers exp- expertly curated, full-size self-care and wellness products straight to your door. Every single delivery is equally amazing. I found so many of my new favorite products through my FabFitFun boxes. The boxes are fully customizable. And like I said, these are full-size products. The boxes cost just $49.99, but they are always valued at over $200. That's some pretty serious savings. No wonder they have over 1 million happy customers already. Mm-hmm. I made sure to choose the Summer and Rose Cozy Robe for one of my products in my winter box and broads. It's like pulling teeth getting me to take that thing off, okay? I almost wore it, but then I felt like maybe I'd flash some of you because it's a little bit short, okay? Mm-hmm. Those of you watching the YouTube. Um, it is so soft, luxurious, and uh, it's just fantastic. Oh, and the DP Hue Dry Shampoo. Uh, has been my go-to. It's the first time I was trying it with the FabFitFun box, and it's my new favorite discovery that I'll be continuing to order. Thanks so much to FabFitFun. They always help me discover new amazing products that I love. Um, And although it was so hard to pick because the products in this FabFitFun winter box are all so amazing, I can't wait to see what they have next season. Order your winter box today and sign up now so you can snag amazing products like the Summer and Rose Robe or the Unhide Little Marshmallow Blanket when you customize. Use coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com If you want $10 off your first box, again, use code chatty at fabfitfun.com today. Well, broads, uh, what is not fun are the women discussing their date back at the house while the other no. women are having the nighttime date. They're, they're, they're tripping over it. They're tripping. And I feel like they like they, everyone's reading way too much into this date. Yeah, I they were like, like, Matt was really into it. These girls like got a chance to show like, a new side of themselves that we didn't. Like, I don't know if I'm being, if I'm not having love in my heart, but I feel like if I was Matt and I heard... You would be jealous though, right? That if you weren't on that date, you would be jealous. I would just show him next time. Yeah, I'd be like, I wrote my own erotica at the cocktail party. Here you go. Bitches. And I wrote it all over my body and I'd rip open mm-hmm. a trench coat and I'd be in lingerie and it'd be written on the trench coat behind me. He's like, what does that say? <laughs> trying to read back and forth uh sarah says it was hard to watch because she's like imagine having your dream date and having this shoved in your face okay whatever sarah she compares it to putting salt on wounds and i was like this just feels extra dramatic (sighs) honestly i would be jealous but i also would feel a little turned on watching it it. was also just like so fucking goofy it's like it was so goofy and honestly at the at the uh next date i would say to him i'd be like I'd make it a thing. I'd be like, honestly, it kind of turned me on listening to all those girls talking about it because it was. What's it was your hot. fantasy? Yeah. Yes, it's an easy way to have an, a yeah, fun conversation. Totally. I, I agree. That's fun. It's just uh, drama. Now, Rachel's sitting with Matt on the night portion of the date. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said she was having a hard time and he said 
it didn't seem like a fantasy. Like that was something that could really happen. I'm like, like, okay. okay. We got real serious. Fantasy sweets then, I suppose, with Rachel. Yes. And she says that she hasn't felt this quickly ever. And they start kissing. And then Becca and I looked at each other and we said, who's not the good kisser? Is it Rachel or Matt? Because something strange was happening. Maybe chemistry is just a little bit yeah, it felt like there was something off in that smooch, even though he did give her the rose in the end. So apparently it That's wasn't true. too off. But. Yeah, it's, it looked to me more like it was off for her. She looked like she was kind of pulling back. Well, by the way, listen to our Thursday episode to find out more information. Hear Rachel's mother's defense. Yes, to hear, to hear <laughs> more info about all the Rachel stuff going on. Tune into our Thursday episode. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. Well, then we have Katie. Oh, she's who is, a little. Yeah. I mean, an app, an actual queen. Like I couldn't be more obsessed with her after this episode. Yeah, she really is sweet. pep talking the women. She is talking about the need for healthy communication in the bedroom, and I am living for it. Okay, <laughs> she's so funny. She's so funny, and she's so cute and smart, and like just all the good things. Well, yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, she's. Fu- I I do like her. She's like her. she's just she's just she's kind nice. of everything. She's yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, how old is she? I don't know. Like Twenty eight or something. But I think she will just. I believe. I don't believe Matt's her person. I believe she will find her person on her Bachelor in Paradise. I could see. I it. have hope for her. Now I don't know who it would be, but I have hope in my Maybe heart. Someone from Tasha and uh, Tasha and Claire's. Maybe. I just don't know. I don't necessarily know who would be a match for Katie, our communicative queen. Ben? (laughs) That's going to be a no for me. We're also going to be talking about that on the Thursday episode. Yes, we do talk about Ben on the Thursday episode. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler. Not spoiler. uh, Tease. Um, But... I, you know, I, I can't stop envisioning Katie and Blake, but I think that's just because that's kind of like something of my fantasies that I just desire. That's cute. I feel like they'd be cute together. And he's super communicative. Remember, he's like, he's always communicating. Or is she going to end up with someone like Jason? Who's just like, has a lot of communic like a lot of uh like, what do you call it? Like pr- emotional growth to do. And she's going to end up being the Jason. Jason. Wasn't that the guy from? Claire's was did he have a different name oh yes oh my god how could I forget oh my god Jason <gasps> you know what's funny he may just absolutely fall in love with Katie because she's oh, so you're thinking Blake from Tasha's season yes I'm thinking old old Blake no yes Blake from Tasha's <laughs> season yes may it come to fruition may it be <laughs> she will have her dildo he will have his penis sculpture oh my god I love that they I both- love the idea I, I'm i so with you on the fantasy part <laughs> he I love loves the talking about just sex right just crazy, she loves talking about wonderful sex. communicative hot sex together let it be. Let it be. Let, let it be. Um, well, then we have Brie and Matt talking. And by the way, what a big thing that we missed last episode because our... <laughs> our <laughs> what a time for the internet to cut out. Our internet cut out when we were watching the show. But um, we, during Brie and Matt's one-on-one date, we missed the top po- portion of the evening for them where Brie told Matt that her uh, mother was 13 when she had her and oh. that... Um, 
And then I can't believe we missed that. I know, I know. And then her father, such a big thing. And then her father wasn't around. And then she was talking about how recently her mother had um, uh, either remarried or is with someone else, and they have a a baby together. And how she feels like not part of really a a a family anymore because, I mean, that's so. That, heavy? That, that's so heavy and like and so then they had their they had their moment together and we missed all of that and we moment. missed all of it you know what they seemed awkward in like a cute way with each other where it seemed like they were both a little nervous after having their one-on-one together it was kind of yes, cute there's kind of some awkward energy cute. there it was cute um back at the house serena p gets a one-on-one date card Yes, and um, she is too scared to come down and let the other girls see her. So apparently she's upstairs. And honestly... Wait, Sarah? No, Serena. Serena gets the date card and they're like, like where where is she? And I think she was upstairs. And oh. she was kind of just like hiding away. Oh, I somehow missed that. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, because I mean, and I honestly, later in this date, I don't... Or later in this uh, this episode, I don't blame her. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Cuts to Sarah then, who is saying she's emotionally exhausted. She's feeling triggered because of past, past infidelity issues, and ultimately, she decides that she needs to go let him know how she feels. She cannot wait to tell Matt. She feels like she must speak to him, even though Chris Harrison made it very clear that everyone will be getting time with him during some date this week. But she needs to let him know now. Um, well, poor Katie is in the middle of talking to Matt. Having a nice conversation. They're having a nice conversation. She's having a full-blown, like, you know, communicative sex talk he with him. He said that she, yeah, he said he found it was extremely attractive. How open she is about sex. And I was like, okay, we like this. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Katie. Um, And then Sarah interrupts. Yeah, at this point, Matt is just down for Katie. You know, he's like, this girl came in with a big vibrating dildo <laughs> now she's talking about like how open she is with all her fantasies i mean fuck it she's down i'm down let's do this seriously right? also it's like, like this girl there's no drama with her in the house she seems great she seems nice, nice like, yeah. i mean come on like what's Fantasy the problem Fantasy sweets please let's chill <laughs> um she brought she brought things with her she brought yeah, she toys brought with toys. her for the fantasy we know suite. it's gonna be a good time yes and i'm sure she brought extra for the fantasy suite too where she will probably have in a beautiful consensual conversation with him about how they're going to have fantastic sex sex in the fantasy suites. We love we love to see it. We love it. But what we don't love to see is her wonderful moment getting interrupted by Sarah. And so then Katie returns back to the women to tell them the tales of Sarah. <laughs> and here begins her. Victoria of the episode. Kate, listen. I, you know, obviously, Queen Victoria, an absolute nightmare in, in last episode. She is also a nightmare in this episode. She but is. to tell you I wasn't laughing my ass off with her commentary would be, would be a full-blown lie. I was so entertained by her this episode. It was ridiculous. Because we also see, like, okay, granted, we will get into where everyone's being extremely mean. But... Victoria's a little more in her element where it's, like, less of a show and it's more like she's just playing up everything for every all the other girls attention and yes. that makes it kind of fun because she like knows that she's cracking up the other girls everyone seems to be kind of like on a good level with her yeah i think she's the the the, the women have started to understand her more and she has taken role as the mouthpiece of the house and i think she's living for it mm-hmm. i think she likes her new role mm-hmm. and 
when she said, I would never interrupt someone else's group date. My own group date, sure, but never someone else's. <laughs> oh my God, the commentary was incredible. I loved, absolutely loved that moment. Oh and then of course she's like, to Katie, she's like, go back. Go back, go back, go back. Why are you? And so all the women are assuming they're like the only way, the only way that Sarah is coming out of her way to come interrupt our group date is there's something wrong. Obviously, there's a big thing. She And then Katie was like, she seems nervous. So then, of course, the queen is just like, well, why are you not informing us of the tea? Go back, find out what's going on, return to me, your queen, and let all of us know. I was, I mean... Victoria was killing me this whole episode. I was cackling out loud anytime oh, she'd say Oh, we were anything. yelling. I thought we it were was loving pretty it. fucking funny. <laughs> this is interesting because we see two very different sides of Katie in this episode. We see some uh, some moments with uh, with Sarah where she is getting very petty. And I wonder if that was maybe with a little bit of alcohol in her system that we don't <sighs> see later. I don't know because honestly, at that point, I would have been the way when Katie came in and was like, excuse me, can I take him? And then Sarah was just like... Five more minutes. <laughs> I would have started to get irritated. I would have been like, and then when she said, "Well, what about two? Like, this is my, this is our date." And Sarah's like, uh, 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 and she's like, <laughs> "Okay, okay." Like, I would have started to get petty and as as patient as I would have been before. Like, you you get me to that point, and then and you know what it is too. It's the it's the facial expression with Sarah. It's the Victoria Fuller. The like, <laughs> and it's like, are you? Are, do you hate me? Yeah. Like she has that those look yeah, in her eyes sometimes true. where I'm like, oh my God, like this feels. And then all the women. Well, and when Katie comes to interrupt though, she's like, it is our date. So. <laughs> I mean, Fabi stands facts. right outside until they're done. Oh my God. And then she comes, checks back in again. And then when they're still not done, <laughs> she like, comes and sits down. <laughs> they have a little mat sandwich going on and she's like, it's been five minutes. And <laughs> I don't know. I thought all that was pretty petty. And I love. It was. It's difficult for me to watch sometimes because it makes me cringe because I'm like, how does Matt feel about this kind of behavior? You know, that's not a great look. Lest us not forget that this is all very new to Matt. He does not know anything of this. Yeah. And he's like, what? It's like, what are you supposed to do what in this situation? Yeah, he, I, I, I didn't like that moment because I felt like it was putting him in a weird position where both girls were looking at him like, sure, Matt, sure. Matt. And he's just kind of like, uh, don't. It, it made me cringe because I was like, no, <sighs> I was I was mad because I was like, in my brain, I was screaming at producers, don't make Katie don't try to make Katie, make Katie look that like this yeah. because you know they're pushing her to do it. Well, it came back around for her. You know, it worked out. Oh, so Sarah narrowly skirts this issue by saying, well, why don't you walk me out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. so then they get to do a good old make-out session. A good smooch sesh. woo Yes. And then something overtakes Sarah where she feels the need to get really honest with... This was... Did this feel producer pushed to you mm-hmm. or was this this was this a choice? I think it was definitely there was a big I mean, th- there was a big uh, she she made a very clear decision, I think, by going and doing it to the girls. And it just wasn't a good decision. It really wasn't. It's, you know, I you know, the, the weird thing about it is this. On one hand, I think I guess this is the most straight up way to handle the choice you made. Like, you made a definitive choice 
to go in and interrupt not your group date. So I suppose if you're going to do that, which is not cool, you can go and but you make it tell everybody, but she didn't have... You make it more of a thing when you do that as yeah. opposed to just going home and the girl's confronting you about it the, ne- the next morning and you're just like, yeah, it was like 10 minutes. I just had to tell her, like I've been having struggles with family stuff and I just needed to take that 10 minutes aside yeah. and I felt like it was time sensitive. Well, it definitely, made like, it, worse. it definitely made it worse for her because she had nothing to say. Like no. she was not giving any explanation at all to what was going on and they were not happy. Oh, no, no, no. She, oh, first of all, I mean, the way she came in too is she was like, I want to be the bigger person and like this was just on my heart and mm-hmm. it's like, to all the girls who are still waiting to get time with him, it's like uh, just a big middle finger. It's like, oh, fuck you. Well, what's been on my heart? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> totally, totally. Like, it's like, and especially since she got the one-on-one uh, last week when she yeah. goes, I'm just letting you know wh- why I'm here. And everyone's just like, well, you didn't, you're not saying anything. You didn't tell us. She's like, and she literally goes, okay, bye. And like walks out, like moon walks backwards out. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> who starts out victoria is the one that first comes out to go talk to her once she's leaving one of my favorite moments of the episode was victoria following taking it upon herself to follow sarah out of the hotel not only that i love how she goes like yeah like literally literally sarah we don't see her as some malicious person so like we hope that she's okay like <laughs> she's like i mean we're worried about you are you sick are you sick? Yeah, is there something wrong it must have been something really important for you to come interrupt our group date is everything okay sweetie that was that was powerful that was powerful that was me. a 10 out of 10 move that was that was that was a 10 out of 10 move and honestly she said she said we her know piece is not malicious we know she's not and she said her piece she put it out there and the second she felt now katie walking up and mm-hmm. coming over her so- shoulder she's like i'll leave you with katie she was acting at this point like a queen truly so i'll leave you with katie darling <laughs> Oh At my first God. I was like, no, Katie, Katie, no. I thought that they I were know. both going to stand there and like berate her, but actually it was a quite graceful little flip to Katie. And then, I mean, she tells her, Katie tells her in a fairly respectful way that she didn't get time mm-hmm. and that Sarah could have waited. And she's pretty straightforward about it. It's not, it's not super mean about it. No, I, f- I thought that in fact, I mean, granted it wasn't like, you know, hugs and kisses, no. but I felt the fact when she said, are you having insecurities? Is that the short answer? And like, Sarah's not saying anything. And she's like, I encourage you to figure it out hard and quick before this becomes something else. And I mean, it's true because yeah. guess what happened? It exploded. Yeah. It exploded. Well, Matt sits down with all the ladies and long story short, Rachel gets the rose. Rachel gets the rose, but the women are befuddled because Um, everyone was convinced that as soon as Sarah left and Matt came back in the room, that it was almost more than half the room hadn't gotten a chance to talk to Matt yet. And, you know, like Sarah was saying, like, once I get my time with him, I'll be a new person. And they were expecting these things. And he comes back. And it seemed, at least to me, very apparent that the producers were like, you have to cut the night because he seemed so awkward and nervous. He kept like... Felt bad. He kept doing that where he's rubbing his fists. Like, yeah, so um, 
uh, it was a great date and it was it was great to spend time with everybody and he like ran out of the yeah, room. he doesn't want to face anyone because he feels bad and he, feels he can't bad. explain that like producers are saying he has to cut that yeah I, I think I think that's a good call it on your felt part. it felt producer enforced to me <sighs> uh, because I feel like he would have been unaware more came in and been like ladies great night had a great time Rachel rose for you see all of you ladies tomorrow mwah, 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 out he was nervous and off mm-hmm um, yeah, that, that's very true. Very true. Uh, okay, so he goes, uh, great date. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, Serena P is then going to go on her one-on-one. Yes. She's sitting with all the ladies beforehand. Victoria says, you can tell Matt Sarah sucks. And at that point, you're Beck, like, whoa. I'm like, we both look at each other. We're like, is Sarah in this room? <laughs> is this now them trying to like make amends? I was thinking, is she having this this comment to be like, ha ha, right, Sarah? And everybody laughs together. No, 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 no. Um, in fact, we find out moments later when Matt shows up um, and asks the women and they all say that they have not seen Sarah mm. since mm. last night. So he goes and finds her and lays on her. Okay. What was that move? He like planked on her. Yeah, 100%. She was it wasn't in bed. like sexy lay. It was, it no, was like plop It was pancake. a full plank. His arms were like to his side. <laughs> it was a full plank. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. It was a choice. It was a choice. It was a strange choice. You know, what's interesting is this seems to be a favorite move for production is to sort of sequester away mm-hmm. or al- shall I say allow the villainous parties to specifically with the women. You don't see this as much with the men. Interestingly, mm. Luke P. Remember they had him. They had him in a separate room, apparently constantly. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Isolate. All the other guys were like uh, had their like uh, roommates and they would uh, like allow Luke P. to have his own space. Mm. Well, I know in Crystal's season, there got to a certain point where no one wanted to be her roommate. That's why she was alone. Which is fucked up. Actually, really sad. It's hard, though, you know? If you're living with someone for weeks on end, you have to sit next to the plane on them. You have to get... When you're fed up with someone, the last thing you want to do is share a room with them. Listen, I am not one to talk. I am an introvert, and if someone was bugging me... I would have not a lot of patience. No. And those are facts. Mm -mm. Well, I think you're right. I think that's been a move for sure, especially recently with production. Well, yeah, I was just going to say like when you're really tired and stuff, you want like I was always trying to avoid the date card announcements and stuff. And you can't. They're going to go find a handler to go wake your ass up. Even if you're hiding in a corner under a blanket, they're going to make sure you're down in there getting your facial expressions on camera. So it's a specific move to allow women to to not go down if they don't want to. It's very interesting. That is interesting. Everyone else is forced. And that that also initiates some of the tension because then you're like, why do they get to sleep? Yeah, she gets to sleep. Oh, she's having a rough emotional time so she doesn't have to come down. Meanwhile, we all had to put our makeup on and be ready in 15 minutes at seven in the morning to be down here after we were up till four in the morning last night. Did you ever feel when you were on the show like, oh, they're letting her because they're going to fuck with her? Or were you just too emotionally like like caught up? Well, yes and no, because I think there's that knowledge. But then also you are watching someone who is viewing themselves. Mm -hmm. And I see this, I saw this with like 
just in those specific scenarios with Crystal on the show. And I always say this stuff about Crystal. Love her now. But like, on the, you know, this is a difficult yeah. scenario, situation. Um, and I'm seeing it here with Sarah that it's sort of this attitude of like exemption of mm-hmm. like, well, like mm-hmm. I was feeling really bad. Like it's about me. So I'm going to go interrupt the group date because it's about my feelings. And I'm having the hardest time out of everyone. I'm right. having a harder time than everyone. Right, 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 And right, so it's right, that right. sort of attitude coupled with it that where you're just like, fuck you. Well, because you know she thinks that she deserves it more than everyone else to have of course. To, to be able to stay in her room. Well, to what you're saying, there is that moment um, later in the episode where Anna looks at Sarah and was like, you've been having a hard time? Like, you had a one-on-one date last week. Yeah. We've been having a hard time. Exactly. So that's the attitude that I think really riles people up, is like, oh, you think you're, like, special or better than everyone Mm -hmm. else for some reason. And then that coupled with them being allowed special privileges, like being able to stay in the room, is just going to really grind people's gears. Well, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Um, Well, so he's up there in her room. Mm-hmm. Um, she's crying. He's saying it would be a true tragedy if she left. <sighs> Number one time where she said she's gonna leave. Uh-huh. And the he, moment this happens, Victoria Fuller is blaring in our brains. Uh-huh. 2.0 though, because this is like week actually she was doing that shit like week two also. Yeah. Like week three also. And and I remember at the very top of Pete's season, you and I looked at each other with Victoria and we both said we're like this is the first of many times Victoria will threaten to leave. And I yep. think Victoria threatened to leave maybe five times in in total. Um, now, granted, at the end of this episode, we see Sarah actually choose to leave, but you and I are definitely of the strong opinion that Sarah will indeed be back. I think there's like a 95% chance she's back. Uh, yes. As, mu- as convinced as I was that Ben was returning, I am convinced it's that Sarah It's too much screen return. time. When someone like just chooses to leave, think about Jason leaving on Tasha's season. True. It's kind of like, okay, bye. Yeah, bye. It, was, it was like a minute and a half conversation. If there's no other storyline that's going to develop, uh-huh. there's no way they're going to dedicate like over a quarter of the episode to that person alone. And we missed the group date, the third group date. We didn't get the third group date or the rose ceremony. We we missed half of an episode because yeah. of this. Yeah. This so was a ton she, of screen time. There's, there's literally no doubt in my mind that she's coming back. It, or he's seeking her out some capacity. She will be involved later in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he would do, by the way, come to the room every day for her because he has feelings for her. And I'm screaming, oh, you sweet, innocent newbie. Don't say that. Mm-mm. Don't say that uh-uh. to her. Like, because what's going to happen is she's going to take that at some point later on when she returns and be like, well, Matt told me. And then there's this expectation. It's just like, no, I was telling you, I have a feeling that Matt James, what his mistake will be on this season, because we really I love him. You love him. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan so far. I believe he will get caught up in maybe making too many promises or telling too many people that he's in love with them. Maybe like 10 of them. (laughs) For sure. I can 100% see that. Well, he does come back downstairs and the girls are sort of, there's some like little subtle jabs at him. Mm -hmm. And he he does say that he would do that. I I like this answer. He's like, I would do that for anyone who's feeling that way, going Mm -hmm. to seek them out. And I was like, oh, I believe that. Yeah. And then he goes, it's my first time. (laughs) 
guys just trying it's to be true. nice it's like it's just trying f- to be respectful of people's feelings it's like give me a time. fucking break i don't know what i'm doing uh-huh. i think this is the right thing and when i think about it if i'd put myself in a leads position if there's somebody anybody uh-huh. anybody who's who's crying and like and having a meltdown, I would go and seek them out and yeah. I would sit there and talk and I wouldn't be like, you've got two minutes on the clock because I got this other date. I would be like, no, I'll sit here as long yeah. as you want to talk. I'm yeah. not going to be like ditching you. For sure. For sure. Uh, so before we get into the one-on-one, do you want to take a pause? Yes, let's take a quick pause. Broads, if you love shopping like I do, you know that when you come across a brand that just gets it so right, it's like a heavenly experience. It's not often you come across one, but when you do. Oh, angels singing, okay? One brand that definitely falls into that category of just getting it right is Jenny Kane. So true. So good. There's a good chance you already know and love their clothing staples, but my personal favorite pieces are the home goods. Just picture the most idyllic, classic California style married with modern home pieces and luxury closet staples. And there you have it, Jenny Kane. Something that might be in one of Kit's fantasies that she mm. talked about. You there know? we go. <laughs> you know, it's not often that I say this about a brand, but it's it's really impossible to pick a favorite thing from Jenny Kane. Mm-hmm. I really love every single piece I have, from the candles to the vases to the wall hangings. Every single piece looks like it should be styled in a magazine. That's how gorgeous everything is. And all the collections are truly timeless. They highlight natural materials and textures like woods and leathers and color palettes that they really stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. And the design isn't the only thing that holds up. Everything from Jenny Kane is made of the most exceptional quality and integrity. Long gone are the days of buying new decorations from big box stores every few months because they inevitably fall apart. Uh, When you buy from Jenny uh, Kane, you're making an investment into your living space, which Given how much time we now spend at home, an investment is worth making. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use code CHATTY at checkout. And for a limited time, that also includes furniture. Mm. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code CHATTY. JennyKane.com. Well, Broads, the last few years, I had just started to accept anxiety and stress as my normal. Like, what in the actual hell? How messed up is that? Okay, spoiler alert, your body is not supposed to be in a constant state of tension. But Mm. unfortunately, sometimes that's out of our control. Uh, There are ways to manage those things, though. I found feels CBD to be the best, most natural way for me to feel my best. I love it so much. If you struggle with chronic pain, anxiety, stress, or have trouble sleeping, listen up because feels is for you. I have used so much feels CBD over the past year. Mm. For me personally, feels CBD has worked wonders on my headaches. Mm. Whenever I'm feeling weight by the feeling crushed by the weight of a pounding headache, I just place a few drops of feels under my tongue and within minutes I start to feel the difference. And because CBD is a natural way to feel better, there's no high, there's no hangover or risk of addiction. Mm-hmm. And if the thought of taking CBD stresses you out, oh, the irony, <laughs> Feels offers a real human support hotline to help you uh, guide your personal experience. Join the Feels community to get Feels premium CBD delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. 
Feels has us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. You can become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member, and you'll get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash chatty. All right. Well, the next date we have is a one-on-one. Yes, it is. And it is with little Serena P. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a cute horseback riding date. Um, they make a cheese board. Did you notice they didn't have a board? They were like arranging cheese and meats on like a cloth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, like, everybody. Are they put them onto a board? I was very confused by that. It I looked like they were like, packing a little like... <laughs> Like a like they were gonna go stow away on a train or something. They were <laughs> yeah, doing those on those, those, those little things where you tie it on <laughs> the end. Stick, yeah. yeah, and you're just like, no, I listen. I just am yelling at production, like y'all, give them like, like something what? a hard surface to eat the cheeses off of. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also notice Matt odd. James in his Instagram uh, this evening was writing about or uh, posting about. Um, he's like, I made my first cheese board ever. Check, and it was legit the lunchables oh the pizza lunchables amazing. and it was teddy, teddy grams. grams and like hummus but like the chips stuck in like darts and i'm like you know what matt we love you i love him we love him um and he talks about that he's never made a cheese board and he isn't a wine guy and i'm like yeah duh because he's just like chugging brews with tyler (laughs) he's a white claw guy let's be real tyler and matt james are white claw guys or i'm actually surprised they don't drink wine i could see them being the kind of guys that like do it sort of ironically like i'm actually kind of surprised sure you know what i'm saying they're just probably all tequila and white claw or do you think like they're the kind of guys that are like i'm into like a good whiskey or like trying to oh, front like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like a good bourbon. Maybe. No, I no. I picture Dale Matt James Moss. is someone who likes something fruity. Yeah. Matt James likes like a good he's like, oh man, I don't like it if it doesn't taste good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so he feels like, just yeah, like, I like white claw. He's like straight up like that. He's just like, I'm not trying to be this cool guy. I'm just telling right. you, like, I like the taste he's, of a pina colada. Deal with it. Right. He's like, have you ever had like raspberry Bacardi with Sprite? It's bomb. <laughs> Honey, have you ever had a cosmopolitan? Okay. <laughs> I don't need any of Pinkies your damn up. whiskey. Okay. That stuff tastes like a shoe. Have you tried a Mai Tai? <laughs> pina colada, anyone? <laughs> Do you think, like, Tyler's the one that would probably try to front and be like, oh, yeah, like, here's my favorite kind of wine or, or some shit? Yeah, I could picture Tyler loving it. Like whiskey. I could picture Tyler loving a um, a big red. <laughs> like, you know, he loves a big red wine. Like, oh, he yeah. loves a Zin. Mm. You're just a mm. Zin with lots of legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All legs. <laughs> all just- legs, no breaks. <laughs> Same. Um, I pointed out that to me, Serena feels like someone who'd be condescending to me at the office or in a group project. Like she's nice. I don't have any issues with her, but she's also got vibes where she's like, (laughs) I could see her like, she's not flashy and she's not bitchy, but she's just someone that would be like in a nice car and it would be like. I don't know if I feel safe with you behind the wheel. I've seen your bumper and what your passenger seat looks like. Yeah. Like, with all respect. Yeah, she feels a little bit like my friend who, um, because my car is disgusting, yeah. she's my friend who I drive up and I'm embarrassed that yeah, she's and you, about yeah, to exactly. see my you're car. Yeah, exactly, you're trying to clean it. That's oh, what I'm shit. saying. 
yeah, yeah. Like she's yeah. my friend yeah. and I love her, but I'm also like, oh God, I hope she doesn't see my car. Like she's my friend where I kind of like wipe down the sink once before she comes over because yes. I'm like, oh, she's gonna think that's gross if there's yes. like hair around the her she's your friend who she's like can i use your bathroom and you're like fuck that's the one thing i didn't clean yeah, you're like, <laughs> she's just going in and just okay, like, oh, okay, no. okay 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 yeah or she'd be someone where like you drop you guys are hanging out you drop something on the floor and eat it and she's just kind of like clearly disgusted <laughs> you know she's kind of like she's you know what's funny with serena is i can't quite tell i'm like is her i can't tell if it's just her sense of humor that she's just kind of like quippy like that where it's just like oh were you a weird kid type and that's just her being funny mm-hmm. But she always kind of has like the big smile on, so I'm not quite sure. Well, I think she's nice. I think she's just a little no, bit. No, no, no. I think she's nice. I think too. she's a Virgo, is all I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Oh no, no. I think she's super nice. I'm just more like, oh, do you have like a very dry sense of humor, or are you a Virgo? Now I have to look up her birthday. Oh, you know what? Do you no, have it? No, do you have a you, list? No, you don't have to look up your birthday because I would like to make a huge shout out to a Instagram called just straight up bachelor horoscopes that now has been hooking up i think she's oh no she's a scorpio she is yeah okay we'll see then now now i don't know Hmm. now i don't know maybe that is her sense of humor maybe she's very has like a very like dry kind of like sharp sharp sense of humor okay maybe maybe Regardless, I'm still going to wash my sink before she comes over One, just to be just to cover my ass. One thousand percent. Well, he's he they're both opening up to each other and he's mm. um, talks about which I, I loved. We always get these little nuggets from Matt and he talks about how he pursued all these things, uh, college sports, all mm-hmm. that. And um, once he was done pursuing them, he figured out that they were someone else's dreams and not his, which I thought was actually a very powerful conversation yeah and like revelation for him to have he also talks really seriously about how old his mom is and how single she is (laughs) i was just like if i was mad's mom listening to this i'd be like bitch i gave birth to you be respectful i could get laid if i wanted to and if i wanted i am getting laid people now have seen me on this show i am stunning i'm gorgeous okay I don't know. I don't talk to you, honey, about my escapades, but I read some erotica honey, you if you know what I'm saying. Honey, you haven't lived with me for the past 10 years. Sweetheart. Babe. Babe. <laughs> yes, I know it's a pandemic. We're in each other's bubbles. Okay. Many of us. <laughs> why would I? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, why would I introduce you to my swingers club? Why would I have any motivation Sweetheart, to do that? Why do you think I'm so okay with you going on this show? Okay, okay, I'm down with Nine dating weeks 32 with people. you out of my hair. And yes, also, I condone this lifestyle. Jeffrey has been staying with me the entire time. She did say he was, she, he did say she was in full support. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, but she's just, you know. Old and alone. <laughs> like, I guarantee she does have a love life she is keeping from him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, and then as they're Matt's confessing in his feelings, he's confessing to to Serena. Like I think this is the first person that he's done this very quickly with, where he's like, "I have to tell you, like I'm already feeling these strong feelings for you so quickly." And he leans in to kiss her, and then they are descended upon by a group of burro or donkey burros. <laughs> that is <laughs> Spanish for donkey. <laughs> they are. There are many of them. They are descending upon them. There is a herd of them. And all I can think about, are these the uncomfortable struggles Chris Harrison was talking yeah, about? This is, this He's is like, real life. the donkey. <laughs> Swarm. 
but they were awfully cute and i love donkey really all up in their business and matt was just like that was in one of those other moments where matt was just like i had a turtle as a kid and serena's just like were you a weird kid like weird what is weird about having a turtle well he says weird well what's weird is that he did have as you pointed out Turtle swim trunks on later. He Matt That's James weird. loves a turtle. We find out that Matt James is a turtle stan, which God bless. But Matt uh, says that he's like, everybody loves a turtle. It's like a comfort turtle. But she was like, it's weird because like it's a pet. Like you can't play with it. And I'm like, I guess. Well, what? How many of us have had fish? Can you play with a fucking fish? Since when is being able to play with it? What? what constitutes a pet and i do love a turtle you get one of those larger turtles that live in your backyard and wander around my best girlfriend they just kind of disappear randomly yeah francis and she disappear and then you go and you feed her head of lettuce and she just loves you and you give her a little pet ski on the head and then she just and the tiny ones too the way they swim in Mm -hmm. water oh my god Mm -hmm. there was a pond where i used to take my nanny kids and there was tons of baby turtles (gasps) I and I caught that. one once and I brought it home for like 24 hours. And then I learned that turtles require a lot of special care yes. and special habitats. Turtles? So I took it back to the pond. Oh, that's nice. Um. Meanwhile, the girls are still talking shit about Sarah, who is hiding. Um. Serena and Anna are both being super shady, which they are I'm being- living for. What's the other Serena's... Um, so Serena P is mm-hmm. on the date and Serena C. C. Serena, Serena C. C. And Serena, Serena C and Anna are getting shady, which I love. Serena says she is hiding away like a child. Oh my God. That is such <laughs> a good impression. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> that is actually creepy. It's like there's a different person next to me. Say something else. I am Serena C. And if I do not get a date with Matt James next week, I'm going to fucking freak. That is so good. Thank you. Wow, I'm just I I'm love just her. a peasant among a queen. <laughs> Please, your honor, have mercy upon me. You know what's crazy? What? Speaking of royalty, they are treated like royalty because they have a date at an actual place, or so it appears. An actual restaurant? They're walking through a, what seems to be a parking lot, and I was just like, what is this? I don't know. It was incredible. A parking though. lot? A restaurant? It was incredible. I haven't seen the inside of a restaurant. I've only <laughs> seen conference centers for the past six years. All I've known of a restaurant are to-go boxes for many days. Mm. Many days. <laughs> Not the case tonight. Not the case. Not only that, but Serena looks really, really pretty. She looks beautiful. And they're by the crackling fireplace. It's very very romantic. And Matt's talking about how much he loves their conversation from earlier. And he wants to know more. We find out that she has had one really serious relationship, thought that it was the one she was in love. And it was very, it was devastating when it didn't end up working out. Um, and... Uh, she then yeah she asks about him yeah and basically i mean what i gathered from it is that he's never really been in love he thought he was a mm-hmm. classical we i feel like they hear this every season i thought it was in love from all the guys but like maybe i wasn't really what do you think about that do you think because he was saying he's like if you would have asked me you know in in college or when i was younger i would have told you that i'd been in love before but now i'm not so sure what do you feel about that I mean, I definitely have had, I can think of one particular situation where when I was yeah. in it, I thought that I was in love. Mm-hmm. I really did. And then with the quickness that I was out of it and how I got over it, I was like, I was not in love with that dude. Yeah. It was just a very passionate, like, rendezvous, you know, five, whatever, yeah. whirlwind. 
but I wasn't really actually in love. But so I think that it could be that that you have a different perspective on it after, but also like, you know, don't diminish the things you felt for real when you were like, just because you were younger. Yeah, that's what I feel like happens sometimes. I think right? maybe I throw around. I would, if I hadn't been in a relationship as long with Evan, I would have, I would throw around the term in love maybe yeah. a lot because I think about when I was young and if I look back, I go, oh, that's definitely not the type of love that you know now, but it felt very real to me. So I still consider it love. Sure. Maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't, but I would still. I mean, if you felt it and it felt real. But yeah, yeah I, it was love for me at the time. And does my definition of love change as I get older? Yes, sure. but it doesn't mean that when my definition of it love was real. that, it was love. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, I guess I guess the perspective I'm coming from, sometimes I've looked back on it and I was like, that was just infatuation. Sure, sure. Because then there are other things to compare it to. Anyway, yeah, I, I just. I, I I do think that that's an interesting statement when people yeah. say that, and I wonder what they mean exactly. Um, but they both feel great. They get in the hot tub, and it is getting steamy up in there. There's no kissing issues there. No, there are no kissing issues there. He is in his turtle trunks, and they are... They are making out, and I'm like, this, I'm like, after seeing that makeout session, I'm like, Serena is going to be around for a hot minute mm-hmm. because that chemistry is real. And she told her that she was falling in like with him, and she's like, I could see myself falling in love with you, and he says the feelings are very mutual, and I'm like, okay, here we go. He's going to tell another girl that he's falling in love, maybe almost. Here we go. Well, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the house, speaking of someone he's said that he's into... Um, the girls are still talking about Sarah. Victoria's like, Sarah needs a Xanax. Oh my God. It's getting out of control it's in out of control. House. And then Sarah arrives when they're about to read the date card. She pops up behind when they're, when they receive a date card. Oh my goodness. I absolutely could not believe like the fact that she just pops in. She pops in to apologize. She says to the women. It was a, I thought it was like a fairly sincere apology. So, I get why everyone's upset, but I was also surprised that she came down, and at least in my opinion, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Sarah fan, but in my opinion, she her apology was pretty, like, straightforward. I, it yeah, wasn't that's like, what I thought, too. She was like, I sincerely apologize. Then she throws in, like, I was planning on going home yesterday and then i'm yeah, like no, no, no. but otherwise i thought but it was pretty apologizing, good apologizing yeah apology well and then she goes hopefully you've gotten to know me and know and kid interrupts and she goes we haven't who and then victoria's like yeah who is she who is she even talking yeah. to and i'm like oh my god wait that was kit who said like if you guys knew me and she goes we don't like yes I- kit was angry we're seeing the, the side of Kit that we were waiting to see. We've seen, is, we're seeing this side from a lot of women, though. We're seeing this from MJ. We're seeing this from Anna. We're seeing this from fucking from Serena. See, we're seeing it from everyone. People are upset. People are upset. Uh, we're not seeing it from Rachel. And we're not seeing it from Katie or something. No, we're I not know. seeing it from Maggie. We're not seeing Brie. it from Brie. We're not seeing it from um chelsea kayla said one or two things yeah there's a couple who are very vocal about their extreme anger like like victoria who's like this isn't the sarah show (laughs) oh my god (laughs) they're going they and then they're basically all i mean obviously not always names of people who weren't but they're a majority of them are going off on her about how 
Oh, who is it? Anna? That's like, it hasn't been that hard for you. Yes. Which, fair. Fair. In comparison to them. Fair. Um, but it is a full, but it is one, a session. Oh, my back. Couldn't one argue, like, to play ad- devil's advocate, couldn't one argue that it is harder for her because she has established more of a connection with him? Fair point queen. <laughs> Check So she's mate. had more time. It's like, how can Anna say that it's harder for her when she doesn't even know Matt? Like, how can she be, like, having a difficult time you with someone she doesn't even know? You don't even know him. You don't even know him like I know him. I spent, like, nine extra hours with him. <sighs> We're basically in love. So, I mean, there's that. It's like, well, she, maybe she actually is having a harder time because she knows she has more of a connection to him. True. At this point, she is like, I feel so emotionally beat up. I'm like, yes, at this point, I understand you saying that. You listening to the girls with yeah. their erotica, dramatic. At this point, after getting bombarded, I would imagine you're feeling the, a little bit emotionally. Start, they start piling on and they're calling her calculated and toxic mm-hmm. and whatever else. Serena's just toxic, manipulative. <laughs> and then <laughs> Victoria's just like, if Matt sends her home, I will want to fuck him. That would be so hot if he sends her home. And I'm like, damn, everybody. I mean, like, you know that we love the drama, but this is getting too intense. And then, and then Victoria also says, I do not want to speak for the group but i don't accept your apology of course not victoria (gasps) queen victoria never accepts an apology it's part of her royal creed she just you know what she loves to have drama with people oh she loves anyone who who yeah i mean she just she is she's ready for it to begin she is 100 the type of person that if you are in a romantic relationship Uh with her if you have one good dinner Uh there where there's nothing going wrong at the end of the dinner she's just like why did you look at the waitress that way? <laughs> I think it's Fuck in, you. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you don't have anything negative to say because you <laughs> usually do. I think it's interesting that like maybe you just don't care about our relationship right, right, anymore. Right, right. Like you used to really be really opinionated and you've been really quiet this dinner, which makes me think that you're cheating on me because like you're not passionate right, about she's us like, anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like I feel like we're losing passion, so I'm. I think I'm just gonna go right now. I'm just gonna go. And he's like, well, oh, babe, babe. And he's like, Victoria, get out of the fountain. <laughs> I love that for her. Um, I think it's hilarious. Like, I know it's me. I know they're being super mean to Sarah, but it is funny. But the drama. But it is funny. <laughs> but the drama is 10 out of 10. You have to be. We've got to be real uh, about that. I mean, it's just. Is, it's reality TV and it's Kit fabulous. Kit is personally offended as well. Kit is saying when she walks away, she, Kit says to one of the girls, literally avoid me at all costs. I never want to hear you or see your face again. It's <laughs> like, damn, what did she do to you? This is getting really intense. This feels very personal. Maybe Kit didn't get time. Uh, yes, I I would say that she did. A that lot of these her. girls didn't get time, and it was personal. But it felt more like a a murder or something like that. Like the, the the reaction was extreme. I mean, MJ wasn't on the date, and MJ is fucking heated. MJ is furious. MJ is MJ is. By the way, she's the only one that can make eye bags look sexy. I know she's kind of got like this um, when she doesn't wear her makeup. She's just kind of one of those where you're like, she looks tired and it's hot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, were you up all night having sex or like, what were you doing? Yes. I um, I have a couple. I have a couple guy friends who always rock the eye bags. I'm like, why is this hot? Mm. And MJ's kind of the same way. It's Do you think like, Pete mm. Davidson's puffy eyes are hot? I would love to lick them. <laughs> okay, that was, that was horrible. <laughs> But I guess to answer your question. Lick them. 
that was my sexual response and now thinking about pick, licking that like type of like eye bag Dry type eye skin bag. is just gonna be a no for me <laughs> thank you for clarifying but, but i think that they're very hot you want to lick him i would like to with lick his eye bags you don't want to lick the dry i would not bags. like to dr- to lick the eye bags i would like oh my god to- <laughs> i can't even i don't even hear the word eye bag again it's starting to make me nauseated i hate it we're gonna continue on so wait do you think that pete davidson's eye bags are hot I just think like he's hot. I don't think his eyes yeah, are hot. But I feel like that the part that he always looks so tired is part of the reason that he looks hot. Yeah, I can see that. Like just well, tr- like troubled soul. So busy all the time. Yeah, he's just like so depressed, can't sleep. <laughs> Dreaming so of you. Hot. <laughs> well, okay, so Katie comes in though to check on Sarah after <sighs> Sarah leaves the room and goes back up to her room. And Katie is so sweet. She comes up. Ugh, I love this. I love this. I do. She put me in check as the viewer, you know? Yeah, she was like, she really did. I did not like that. I did not like the way we were treated there. And let's remember, too, of everyone, the person who could and should be the most offended about the situation True. is Katie because she was the one who was actually True. physically interrupted by Sarah. True. I like her. I'm going to give her a follow right now on Instagram. I'm going to give her a five stars. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> Uh, 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 Sarah, though, immediately is telling her, like, I'm going to leave. And you and I are con- we're confused. We're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is she actually leaving? We're like, there's no way. There's and no then, way. And yeah. then Katie pulls a, like, I mean, such a an elevated way of thinking where she goes, I need you to explore this because I don't want to be Max, Matt's backup plan. I don't want you to leave and for him not to be over you and to think in the back of my head that he's thinking about you. And I was like, this is like just an, this is an elevated way of thinking mm. of, 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 of dealing with the situation, the reality of the situation, not the romantic version, the reality of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Katie, why we love and why we stand is she's communicative. She sees the the reality of what this is. And it is yeah. a show. There are 32, well, not at, anymore but there were 32 women like at the top of it she's like let's everybody get along and enjoy it while we can like she is very aware yeah very aware yeah and it's funny because i thought that production sent her in to like convince sarah to stay because katie was saying like i have she made yeah just such an interesting point of being like i have to let you and matt explore your relationship because if you leave then what if he's still thinking of you and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be his second pick i was like okay 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 but Sarah's like, no, I'm leaving. Um, and she brings up, oh my God, this is where it was like, yeah, no, you kidding me. Like- Sarah brings up how she doesn't know how long her dad will last. But I'm sorry, there's just a part of me that goes like, well, if your dad could possibly live weeks, then why are you going on The Bachelor? Yeah, yeah. That I just didn't really get that no i i I don't i don't necessarily like if he's on death's door why are you going on the on the batch on a reality tv show yeah i i can't put myself in the situation because i've never been there before um but yeah my my thought goes my thought is more like okay if if this is something that you were aware of when you signed up for the show and now you're are you just regretting it or like I don't know. I think that that would be something that would be a determinant beforehand. Either way, Katie is like, oh, God, look, my dad passed away in 2012. That was really I mean, that was incredibly like that was such an impactful moment. The fact that they had that that and, and she looks at her and she goes, go be with him. Like if I could get minutes back with my dad. I would do anything. And to she do says that. she misses out on her goodbye. It was oh, very geez. emotional. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. very 
So we see Sarah pack up her bags and leave. And we, Jess and I are confused. We're like, she hasn't seen Matt. Like, what's happening? She hasn't she's- said goodbye. She's just taking off. And she's like, she's done with this. And then we have Katie, uh, which, by the way, Katie goes down and is and sits with the women. She encourages everyone to, like, be up on the up and up. Doesn't want uh, Sarah to feel bullied. And another moment, a crowning moment for our queen, mm-hmm. is that she doesn't, like sit there and then like spill the tea about what's going on with Sarah. She's like, she keeps it super private. She's like, there's some family things going on. And, you know, she felt like uh, there was, she was feeling this about the way about Matt and about feeling stressed, but there's other things as well. So Mm -hmm. let's not, let's be respectful. And she, I mean, just, just an, just a wonderful person. Yeah. Just a wonderful person. Yeah, she was really, really sweet about that. And and she also tells everyone be, to be classy because when she comes down and says that Sarah's left, Victoria's like, yes, thank God. And then MJ's like mad about it. Yeah. Because like MJ wanted more drama. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, she's bored. MJ yeah. is bored in the house and she's just like, she needs somebody, right? in the right? house and I'm in the house bored. Um, haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Then we have the scene that we were waiting for. However, I will say, Jess and I thought that she was going to stay at the end of this conversation with Matt. So many twists and turns turns I wasn't expecting. Me too. Yeah. So she goes to Matt's fucking chalet. He's got a whole sweet ass pad to himself. I know. His, that is not the La Quinta. No, that is not Portasha's room where she was just like stuck in one. Subjected to 2009. Yeah, please, please. No, Matt is in stucco. 2022. No, Matt is living with his like 20 cars that they're letting him drive. And then also this like it's gigantic so home, sick. which maybe his mom's living there too. Who knows? I mean, she, she was there that one maybe time. He doesn't know that she's living there. <laughs> maybe not. Creepy. <laughs> um, so she tells him, this is interesting because at first she does not tell him that she's leaving so we're like okay here we go we're looking at each other the whole time and we're like noting okay she hasn't said that she's planning on leaving she's gonna stay she's gonna stay she's telling him she's doubting if she can do it Mm -hmm. she tells him she's being attacked and she isn't welcome and the girls are cruel and malicious which to be honest i don't disagree with i feel like if she would have said these things before they bombarded her i would have been like okay drama if she would have been acting like how she was acting at the group date so upset it was like dramatic after the being bombarded situation i'm like okay that was pretty out of control fair yeah i agree uh he she still hasn't told him that she's leaving Mm -hmm. he says he's really into her um but then she says that she's prayed about it and she needs to go home to be with her family. And we're shocked. You and I were like, whoa, okay, so she's leaving now. And of course, Matt, a respectful king, says, it doesn't mean I'm, well, <laughs> we were hanging on to every word. He says, it doesn't mean I'm not thinking about you. And me and Jess are like, <gasps> and then she's like, and praying for your dad. Yeah. And we're like, okay. He was just letting her know, like, you're not out of my thoughts when you're gone. Like, I would be thinking about you and your family. And he says, some guy one day will be lucky. And he is like, blessings to you. Respectful. You've yes. made your choice. Go forth. He escorts her out. I will say this about Matt. I believe that he would do this with any woman at any point in the process. I believe if any woman said, I've been praying about it. It's on my heart. This is not for me. I need to go home. I believe he would say, with peace and love, adieu. Yes. This is breaking my heart. You you need to do what you need to do. And I love him for that. I believe this through unpopular opinion, perhaps. I believe this through a slight wrench into Sarah's plans. 
I would also agree with that probably unpopular opinion. Maybe not plans. Like, I, I, I don't want to say that Like this is all plot, part of Sarah's plot. No, I do not mean it like that. This is, this is what we were talking about. So off mic, when we were watching it, we were both very convinced watching this and then seeing it wrap that she didn't have an exact plan. That she did, like the girls brought up actually in their conversation, they're like, why, Anna said this. She goes, why aren't you just telling us that you wanted him to chase after you? And just be honest yes. about that. So I think with Sarah, like, like I believe she's hurting. She doesn't necessarily, like she's feeling stressed. She doesn't know maybe the best uh, uh, choice because of her family. I also believe, I'm sorry, I believe she's dramatic. I think that the whole thing that was going down with like the the erotica reading was like over the top. Um, and she wants, and she's doing a Victoria Fuller and she wants his attention. And this is a way that she's like, you know, initially doing it. Now, in this situation, I think she, in her heart was like, I'm packing up and I'm gonna go. Well, I th- And then no- she gets in the car and then it's maybe like, well, let's see what Matt's. I, I think sometimes these tactics are these subtle manipulation tactics are not so subtle. And I, I'm not trying to say that in an accusatory way. Like she is manipulative. But I think sometimes people learn habits of using manipulative tactics to get things that they need, like emotional validation and feeling like security in a relationship. Yes, And I believe that those are kind of like emotional survival tactics. And so I'm not saying it like I'm holding it against her, but I believe that she may have developed these patterns like Mm -hmm. Victoria F of using this kind of like withholding and I'm leaving and I'm coming you're gonna want me back in order to feel validated in order like the other girls were saying to get the attention I and I think it might be subconscious at this point so I think that whether or not she realized it in her heart of hearts whether or not she was aware of it she wanted him to truly chase after her and tell her please don't go I can't do this without you I think that that is a very good way to put it I know for myself personally many years of not going through therapy and needing certain things and not knowing how to communicate Mm. I found, you know, maybe 25-year-old, 24-year-old Jess caught up in a really bad pattern Mm. of even when I was married to Evan doing the whole like, I'm leaving, I'm out of here, running away to try to get him to love me the way I needed him Mm. to love me and chase after me. Because you don't have the tools to know how to communicate what you need emotionally. And through therapy, that's those things have changed. But that is still, it's, 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 you know, when you know that that's an availability, sometimes that can be a temptation to try to, you know, whatever. So I think the way that, exactly what you said is, is, is a perfect way to put it yeah so i think that you know he walks her out um and she's in the car and this is what really tipped jess and i off to being like yeah okay so what we thought was going on is what what's going on when she says um you know she's crying in the limo um and this is my opinion both jess and i's opinion the this scene this this you know did I already say this in the episode half the episode wouldn't be about Sarah if she wasn't coming back mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. would be no point Mm-mm. I did already say this yeah. earlier about like with Jason just like it's like oh what he's gone okay bye that's yeah. how it would be if Sarah was just leaving leaving mm-hmm. this early on this is only week three if someone's go- truly going home week three they are not going to have much of a moment you know that I I believe that the scene that we see with Matt James crying in the forest that we keep getting this mm-hmm. teaser to I have maybe a feeling that Matt James will get to I don't know perhaps top five and all of a sudden 
Sarah will show up again and that will be very emotional for him. And that's when he's saying the words or whatever. Like, I don't, I just don't know where to go from here. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know where to go from here. Like perhaps he really does like her and, and is vibing with her. But then also I could see Matt James too being like taking everything Sarah saying so seriously that he's like, Oh my God, if she came all the way back, shutting her down with what's going on with her family that's so painful he seems very sensitive and emotionally Sharp. aware in that way that is a good point yeah like sh- yeah like, like he's well, like am i, am I there the way she's there yeah, yeah that totally makes sense well there is one part in the limo where she says She's talking about like, I think he sees my heart. Like he knows family is everything to me. And she goes, I think that's why he let me go because he sees my heart. And and we were like, oh, wait, 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 wait. backpedal. Yep. Yep. Why he let you go? No. She's, she's, she's sitting in the car trying to justify why he didn't chase after her. Yes. That is what she's doing in the car. Yes. She's saying like, oh, why, why, would, why could he have let me go? Because he sees my heart and he knows it. And it's like, Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. The reason he let you go is because you were adamant about going. Yes, you said, I am going to go. And in that moment, you see that part of the devastation is that he did not chase after her. Correct. Correct. And I and I, I fully I fully believe that because I, I don't know how, how someone would word it that way. I don't think someone would ever no. word it that way if I chose to leave the show I definitely chose to leave the show. I had family things going on, whatever. I would say, I'd be like, oh, it was so hard saying goodbye to him. You know, I'm I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that he was aware of how much family meant to me. Yeah, no, she literally says, I think that's why he let me go. Uh Because she's trying to process that in your head. Yeah, I think she was probably thrown off that he didn't try to convince her to I mean stay she longer. said like I've been praying about it it's on my heart I must so what the hell is he supposed to do no he did Matt James did exactly what he should what done. you and I specifically always are very adamant about wanting Let to see her more go. Of. yeah when someone says I'm not I'm into it when someone says I'd like you to go home and they're going, but why, but why? Or, you know, I need to go home and they're trying to convince them otherwise. We're both very adamant about the fact it's like, no, when someone is, is, is verbalizes what they would, what they want, they have their autonomy and that is what they are choosing. Because it is an aspect of consent. Exactly. So when she says to Matt James and he communicates to her and says, I'm really going to miss you. Like, I wish you could be here but I completely understand and I respect you. Like he did exactly what, what he, I believe he should do. Yeah. But you know, I think she was wanting him to probably communicate more regret with her leaving or ask her to stay or pack his bags and leave with her. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like with the Cassie situation with Colton, you know, it's like, Matt would have, if Matt was in those shoes, he would have just let Cassie leave. I believe that with my entire being. Yep. Yep. So I stand Matt. <laughs> I love Matt so much. I really do. The more, as each week passes, the more I'm just like, he just seems just like a very, very like good, um, communicative, considerate, considerate 
um, to me, he seems really selfless. Like he's really yeah, trying to put other does. people before himself. He does. And you know what I will say is they in past seasons, specifically not with the Bachelorette, but in past seasons with our past bachelors, I was convinced that they would feel pressure to get engaged, that yeah. they would maybe get engaged for certain clout reasons or things like that. But I will say with Matt James, I fully believe that he will not do anything unless he firmly believes it and that he will do his best not to hurt anyone. Yeah, I agree, too. At least that's what it appears so far. So, yep, we stand Matt. And, um, that. Um, and next week promo oh my god I mean this episode was wild Wait. and next episode looks even wilder I have a quick question about yes, Matt yeah. do you think that I mean obviously this humility and selflessness has, we have to take into consideration that he has never been in the public eye before he has not been on a previous season of The Bachelorette he has not been fawned over while filming this season hardly at all Okay. So, do you think that maybe he will, like, lack some humility, like, after this experience? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so, just because I feel like he's gotten, he had plenty of being in the public eye the past year before because of Tyler. He blew up on Instagram. He was going to all the parties with Tyler. I mean, he was in in a huge football position for a while. Like, I feel like he's he's had plenty of times. I mean, think about this, Becca. Tyler was hanging out with A-A-A-A-list celebrities. Yeah. And you know Matt True. was with him. And True. if you're going to get if you're going to get a big head, it's when you're hanging out with fucking Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid. True. And and Matt does not seem to have let any of that affect him. True. Like I would think he would have walked in there with more of an attitude than past bachelors to be like, "Listen, I know that I haven't done this before, but I'm hanging out at parties with like the Kardashians. Okay. Yeah. Who are all you? Yeah. Who are you? (laughs) Like, like he's, I I feel like I I really don't think that this experience is going to change. I don't think so either. And I like that. And I like it. I like it. Okay. So yeah, the promo, the promo looks like we got new ladies coming into the house. What's up? I could not be more excited. They look like bitches and I can't wait. I am thrilled. They look like they are here to stoke the flames. It is going to be dramatic. Um, We have Anna talking about the potential uh, escort. Oh my God. It makes me anxious just thinking about all those new women coming in as one of the. I mean, just get your world rocked like that. Oh, it's going to be so intense and I can't wait. And it's like this, this, the next episode is going to be wild. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't I wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for next week. So we will chat soon broads. But until then, um, check out our Thursday episode. Hot, where hot. We're talking all the bachelor tea. And we also talk a lot about aliens because 2021, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's Why not, just you know? what it is. Why not? All right, broads. We love you. Chat soon. Chat soon.